girls like to stalk and the ones that admit it I love talking to about because they're like well, yeah of course a stalk it's like it's the only way you get to find out the real truth and it's like well surely asking questions that you you know you'd like to know would get oh, you to on. the same women point women stalk because men chat absolute bollocks when you meet them <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Manzilla podcast. Thank you for being with us today. We are recording in my apartment today. Oh wow, I had to do a blitz clean last night. We've done a good job. Thanks, man. <laughs> so I'm with Jack and we've got a guest host today. We've got Cece Colvin. Hey! Yes, yes we have. And we have a fantastic guest on the show uh, to talk to us about our subject today. It is Raya El Salahi. Raya, welcome. Thank you for having me. Jeez. No, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for coming on the show. It's uh, I'm, I'm a, you know, we've worked together before. I'm a big yeah. fan of your work as well, as exactly. always. Um, yeah, so tell us a bit about how you got into the documentary side of things and presenting and, and the, the area you're in now as well. Um, do you know what, I'm just really lucky. I was in the right place at the right time as I think a lot of people in our line of work, Gavin are. and yeah. I was doing a show um, just moaning about all the things I hate about the world and someone from the BBC <laughs> happened to hear it and said, oh, you're really good at moaning, come on, yeah. come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Happened. Yeah, that was actually it. And I, was really lucky that that kind of led into doing documentaries for the BBC Three, for um, London Live, which is where our paths crossed, Gavin, yeah. and then recently This American Life, doing a podcast for them, which is really oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Busy old life. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So Cece's been a guest on the show before with us, Jack, hasn't she? Absolutely. Her show is amazing. It was about relationships, sex, dating, the rules of all that. So thank you for yeah. coming on as a guest host as well. Thank you. You know, whilst lose <laughs> away. So it's really appreciated you being on. Um, but brilliant okay. stuff, you know. Our show today, Jack, is all about uh, relationships and the stress within relationships. Because we were talking about this recently, weren't we, Cece? We about um, the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle programme, which went out. Um, how they were essentially struggling to deal with everything that's going on in their life. New baby, lots of stuff happening in terms of being media. royal. Being royal, of course, yeah. Gosh, I mean, it's just, it's it's a tough time being in a relationship, isn't it? And especially when you've got a lot of stress going on and other factors in there. Having to deal with that, having to cope with that, it, it, it's difficult, isn't it? And this this episode today, we thought would be good to talk about the stresses within relationships. I think we've all kind of gone through some things like that before and experienced those tick. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to kick it off, though, what is everyone's opinion on Meghan and Harry? Well, yeah. Um, like, just generally, as, in, as yeah. in, like, a short, what, you know, do you think they're right for each other? You see, initially I thought, initially I thought yes, because, you know, he's always been a bit, you know, different naughty. Harry. Naughty. Yeah. And he, he's got a bit of a rebellious streak. He doesn't really go for convention. Um, and, you know, he's he's not like William where it's, kind of been, you know, that, that relationship has been sort of ro- relatively rock solid for however long. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, right now, there are, I think there's conflicting interests. Uh, who knows, really? I mean, what we saw on that programme, you saw a bit of insight into what I think Megan feels about, you know, stuff around the whole circus of being in that spotlight in the relationship. It's different to anything she's ever experienced before. And maybe that has... I guess maybe questioned a few things. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, uh... did you see it? Did you see the, the yeah their the visit to Africa? Do you know what? It can't be easy being in a relationship with someone that is so um, public. That someone that is in the public eye and can't get away. It's not like someone that can kind of stop being a celebrity, stop being an actor. He is always going to be of interest to the media, Harry. And so their relationship was always going to be tough. And actually, as a black woman, seeing a black woman in the royal family, but mm. I was really pleased to see that happen. I think it, it reflects modern Britain. It's great. 
But actually, their relationship, I think, is going to be a tricky one the whole way through. I don't think they're ever going to get an easy ride. I think mm-hmm. they're always going to get criticised. I think she's always going to get criticised. And they're just going to have to learn to accept that because it's not going to change. She knew what she was signing up for, though. And that's what I've always said about her, is that she, I think, did it for the wrong reasons. But yeah. did she, I, I think she married him for the wrong How reasons. How can you know what you're signing up for when you've never been in that position? Yeah. Well, A, she's been in that position because she's, an, uh, she's a Hollywood actress. You know, she's been in some really big shows like, and she knows what fame royalty. is. Royalty. Royalty, yes. But in, in, in some respect, look at, look at uh, William and, and, and Kate. They're, they're in the public eye, but nowhere near as much as what Harry and, and Meghan have been in the last, what, 18 months of their, of their marriage. Yeah. I think that Megan has got him wrapped around her little finger, and I think that she's quite controlling, and I think that I she's think made. I think it's that men say that as though it's a negative. Why is that a negative? That, I think, that's that's I think what a relationship that, be. You, but I think if she's just re- if she relaxed into it and just let kind of, I think she's letting the tabloids and the news get to her too much, which is why it's becoming a yeah. problem. That's what I think. I think that she's not allowing allowing it just to be like you know this is my life now and if I actually if it's almost like retaliation you know the, the, the press are putting stuff out about her she's retaliating and it's making more press and it's a, it's a downward snowball spiral if you just yeah. go but you it's know a what learning that's fine. curve I think like if you I just think as much as you may you know she's experienced fame before she's never no one will ever really know and I think will not will sorry Harry said it in one of the interviews you will never really know like what goes on because how can you? I think she's being fired from every single angle possible. Yeah. And being a woman of colour, that's just amplified it even more. And that's why Kate isn't in the papers. Like why why was Kate not in the papers so much? Why, you know, why was it why did everybody calm down? I think you know, leave her alone for a little bit and let her see. Like let yeah. her see what they can be. Just leave them alone for just to give them give them but half a year to I, be a mom. I completely agree yeah. with you. I completely agree with you. But the thing is, if you left her alone, oh sorry, if if you if they're not going to leave her alone because it's the tabloids and they and it just it's not going to happen. But if they if she stopped, in my opinion, reacting to what they're doing and just went doesn't affect me, but they will she, stop. It's like kids. It's like if you yeah. if a kid you know comes up to you and starts bugging you, bugging you, but after a while they're going to get bored and move on. It's I think it's the same thing with with tabloids. You know they are notoriously persistent I guess the difference here though is that she has talked about real private uh, things about letters to her father being made public and I guess yeah there's a certain level of you have to just accept as a celebrity as someone who's a famous face you're always going to have your your life out there Mm. but letters to your father being made public I can't help but think that's a step too far totally Mm. totally but we all know that the, the press and the tabloids will go to any length to make up a story, even if it's true or not. You know, it's been it's been seen in so That's many different... That's what I mean. Is it true or not? Exactly. But the thing is, if you react to it, then they're going to they're gonna make a story out of the fact you reacted to a story that's either real or fake. So I think if... Yes, it's hard to sort of almost swallow that humble pie angle, that, that pride and go, you know what? That's not real. I know it's not real, but I'm not going to make a, a song and dance about it because otherwise they're just going to latch onto that and then it's going to be a whole thing about how I reacted about... the the story and the public don't see it how they do obviously because they just read a paper and everyone's got an opinion um but i think that their relationship is is yeah it's way too early days for it to be going through the problems they're having at the moment i think they're gonna have they're gonna struggle to either get out of it unless they almost remove themselves from the situation and and do what i think they think you've done just moving away from the uk the moving away is yeah it could really that could really help them out i think it could help them out yeah i love this idea they're going to move to africa and africa's going to open them welcome them with open arms like you know as the child of someone from the continent yeah like we don't want the royals living like on our taxes in africa like what they're british like we pay for them here why should they go and live 
I don't even know where it was, Botswana or somewhere in yeah. Africa. Yeah. And go and live in, like, no, that's such a bad idea. Don't do that. Don't do that. Like, yeah. Botswana doesn't need your problems. <laughs> and there's yeah, also the yeah. argument to say, you know, Botswana doesn't need your problems. Yeah. <laughs> are they running away from the problem? That's the other argument. Is it, are they, are they being naive and thinking, actually, by moving away, it's going to all go away? It's probably not. I mean, it might, you know, put it into put it down and uh, you know make it quieter for a little bit but I don't think it's gonna I just think they need way. a minute they just need a, a minute like like I yeah. as a woman like I just you know I haven't had children but I can only imagine because I experience hormones yeah. like what that lead up to being a mother is like and then actually having a child and being absolutely ripped to shreds yeah. when all you want to do is just look after your baby so I think if they do move away or they do go away for a little bit it would be the best thing because she can't win and even though she is retaliating, it's not like we're having a, an A and a B conversation. She's had time to retaliate, right? So she's getting advice. People are guiding her on how to retaliate. So I don't know if it is retaliation or it, is it just that she just can't win at anything because whatever response she gives, no, it's not good enough. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. From a you know from a wider perspective about um, you know modern relationships and dating and, and the stresses within that, do you think that there's anything you know from our experiences or from you, the people that we know of, the stress factor has caused something that has made it worse? And where that where can we identify that where that stress factor is? I guess it's, it's technology is definitely up there on like the yeah. height of my list of things that go wrong in relationships. Social media particularly, like yeah damages relationships yeah. big time yeah. big time if you if you are someone who is a single guy and i mean it comes down to i think it breeds a lot of jealousy and insecurities on both sides of it but it, it's not it's not easy thing to have in a relationship if you if you really grill down to it i think if, yeah. if everyone had the choice i think when you get with somebody and you're in a relationship with them i think if you ask people honestly i think they would say well get rid of social media and yeah. you're a lot happier yeah i agree i look for men without social media that's yeah. my thing. I'm like, oh my god, you don't have Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I, I could, I agree. I couldn't because I know myself and I know what I'm like. Yeah, yeah. But that you have to know yourself to be. I would not enter into a relationship thinking that I'd be okay with it. Yeah, you swipe right on all these girls. You do whatever, whatever it is. You know, liking yeah, yeah. them. No way. <laughs> I would not be having it because I know myself. But 
five years ago, I wouldn't be able to say that. I'd be like, yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah, do whatever you need to do. But I'd, I'd be eating myself inside. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Eating myself inside, no, 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 but no, no, yeah, eating up inside. But on the flip yeah. side of that, you have a really big social following. And so if you were with someone that was like, I want you to not have social media, how would you feel? Well, this is it. So mm. I'd say you, you can't ask that of me. Like, you know the deal. Like, it's my job. So yeah. you have to accept my job. So that person has to know themselves enough to be okay to be with someone like me. I wouldn't date me. I couldn't be with me. <laughs> Absolutely I wouldn't date not. me. <laughs> not a chance. No way. But like... Self-love is... <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you have to be... Yeah, that, that person... Like, I mean, this is very recent of like my last year. That's what I've been dealing with. I don't necessarily like taking pictures of myself. But it's my job and I get paid for it. So, so you didn't like the act of you taking pictures because it took them, you away from them or didn't like the fact you were posting pictures of yourself that other Posting pictures like. and then the creepy comments underneath. Uh, as a partner reading like who you know like you don't want to like I wish yeah, I could know one describe the, the, the <laughs> that was called a yeah. uh, um, what would we call that uh, we call that uh, movement a wank uh, action that's that was it there we go oh man yeah I, I would be I think because of social media I and technology I would be I think I would be awful to be in a relationship with now I really do it's, really well the last time I was in a relationship proper a proper one it was a while ago that's not it's all been pretty short-termish since and it's been relatively kind of easy going uh, but just all, either fizzled out or there's been a, a, alarms or red flags <laughs> a lot of alarms for you I know yeah I know yeah based on what oh well the alarms <laughs> or, or the red flags um, oh my god um, Oh, lots of little things. Just, um, I think to be honest, the multiple messaging when you haven't replied after only a day is is one of the biggest ones. You know, you, it's like, oh man, you know, you know what it's like being busy and what have you. If you're getting stick for like kind of just not replying after a few hours or or, or a day, it's kind of. I think three days, fair enough. But that's one of my red flags. But now, um, you know, my my problem now is I, I'm very active on the old DMs with anyone and everyone, and it's not necessarily that I'm interested in someone. It would. I think someone being with me now and you know if they they probably might feel it funny about me being so active in dms with people and i just sort of think that you know to change my ways on social media commenting on girls messages things like that uh i would struggle to to kind of change that because i just do it naturally without thinking yeah and that would set off potentially a lot of but you're you know, aware, at least you're already saying this though you're kind of aware of yeah. th- th- this you know so yeah. it might be a bit of like uh yeah. What's the word that I've I never seem to be yeah, able to do? Tension. Compromise. compromise. Like, you shouldn't have to yeah. change yourself for the sake of somebody else. No, like compromise. Com- it's compromise, but then it's also adding to your life and taking away from your life. And if Gavin, for example, met someone who was like, mm, yeah, I don't like you doing that anymore, is it taking away or is it adding to his life? Well, no, it's just slightly editing what you're saying. You're not your fit. It's yeah. like, that's a very nice dress on you. Yeah. Yeah, that's nicer. Nice, so. You know, well, the very PC comment you just made there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. After your wank action. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you redeemed yourself, there, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do think that men and women have very different expectations in relationships, though. That I think um, if Gavin, in your example, you were with a woman that was doing that, and you discovered that she's messaging back to people yeah. on DMs, to people being perhaps overstepping the mark, I'd imagine you'd find that really difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. And yet you expect her to be okay with you doing it because you can it's, explain it. Well... I think that this is where I'd struggle because I would have to explain it and I'd be like, well, I am innocent in all, all these actions and I don't think, I think that I would have to maybe either get someone who gets it or get someone who will just change the way I am, basically. And the change is going to be difficult. I, I think uh, it's going to be, you know, Twitter, Instagram, all these, pla- uh, Facebook, uh, all these platforms, they all allow you to just basically chat to anyone and everyone now. Mm. And I think that 
It's hard because to monitor, isn't it? Before before social media, I, I don't think there was a problem, was there? No, there wasn't. But it also comes down to what's more important to you. Yeah. Right? Let's say you meet someone who, you know, two, three months into it and she's yeah. fine or whatever, but then starts to have a bit of a problem with it. Yeah. What's more important to you? Being the person you yeah. were before with your work and, and doing what you're doing or this girl that you've met. Yeah. And if you answer that question with a higher score for the, the work versus the girl, then she's clearly not right for you. Because yeah. Is that not too, because the way you're saying it's a bit like you get the person you used to be. I don't think it's necessarily like changing yourself because that, yeah. that's like, that's red flags, right? Yeah. It's just adapting certain things. Communication, like that for me, that is the biggest stress factor is yeah. when you don't communicate or, you know, you've got one stranger from one world, another stranger Shit. from another and they're meeting going, oh, be together, go, get married. Yeah. How does, you know, it's difficult. You have to communicate over and over again. In two years' yeah. time, you have to figure it all out again. So if you're communicating, yeah. this is my life, and properly, in the yeah. you know, in, in the correct way where she understands it, yeah. then maybe she would be okay with it. Yeah. It's managing expectations as well, I think, Absolutely. a lot of the time. Um, like I, came, I came off social media a year and a half ago for, for a few reasons. One of them, I'll be honest, was because... My ex-girlfriend wasn't the biggest fan of me being in the modelling industry, going on every job I go on, being added mm-hmm. by four or five girls at the end of the shoot. I don't speak to them, I don't follow them back, I don't message them, but it was still a bit of a problem because mm-hmm. they were then seeing what I was doing, and it was it, it, it was a, it's a very much a grey area. And in my industry, I thought or used to think that I had to be on Instagram to get more work. I'm like, it's actually a load of bollocks. I've had more work since I've come off it, which is which is great. So, yeah, 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 and I, yeah. I'm so glad I'm not on Instagram anymore. It really, really was quite toxic for me. I think it's great for business. I think it's great for people. I think great a great tool for some people. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Doesn't work yeah. for me. Yeah. Interestingly, though, since being single and meeting other, like, first question I get asked whenever I go out and meet someone: How was your Instagram? <laughs> Don't have it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, and it's like this—it's like this block in the head. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. well, how, how the hell do I find out about you? Like, yeah. it's not like how oh, do I stalk you? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that is the point I was coming on to next. Like, yeah. girls like to stalk. It's yeah. just—it's it's almost like an unwritten like <laughs> yeah. fact that people just need to start admitting because girls like to stalk. And the ones that admit it, I love talking to about because they're like, well, yeah, of course, to stalk. It's like it's the only way you get to find out the real truth. And it's like, well. Surely asking him questions that you you know you'd like to know would get oh, you to the same women point. Women stalk because men chat absolute bollocks when you meet them. <laughs> 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 you go on social media and you're like, oh, hold on, I thought you said you were single. So who's that woman on there with yeah. the ring in the picture? And that child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you. Yeah, exactly. If we didn't repeatedly find those kind of things out by going on social media by stalking, then we wouldn't have to, you know, we wouldn't have to do all the, the internet stalking. So men should be more honest. There's your takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah no it's it's an interesting debate because a lot of the time you know it it comes down to so if you met someone and they and they you know you went on their instagram and you could quite easily make up your own version of events based on the pictures you see so is that being trustworthy or being cynical towards what you Mm. think is their life because you could actually ask them the questions in a if you'd seen it and then go and ask them, okay, so when was the last time you had a girlfriend? Or, you know, who's, so have you, got, have you got any kids or like nephews or whatever? And you could take a child in their photo as being a kid, but actually it's just their, you know, brother's yeah. kid or like, you know, their next door neighbour and they're playing football, whatever yeah. it might Which be. Which is why on all these social networking or dating apps like Tinder, they'll have a picture of themselves with a kid and they'll be like, this is my sister's kid. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guy. Absolutely. <laughs> Precisely. Damage limitations. Precisely. Do we think that, uh, you know, men are inherently dishonest? Do you know from... from... There's definitely a perception of that there's, in the world. There's a perception of it. But I wonder if it's actually, if it's actually real or not. I, don't, I think most guys, I mean... I think, the truth of it, maybe. I think they're lab- like it, I can see why guys might be labelled more that way because 
men can sometimes be a little bit silly yeah. and sometimes you know they forget things it might just be these like oh, i don't know where i had drinks the other night like yeah. if do you see what i'm saying like if you go mm. in with the mindset that you're already trying to find a problem or attack mm. then it's going to put a guy's back up it would me but vice versa as a woman you know if a guy was like where were you what were you doing i'd probably end up feeling like i was lying because yeah. i'd be like I, I think i was at my friend's house but now you're questioning me i don't know anymore like yeah i probably was but i don't know yeah Social yeah. media. Have a look on social media. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear that completely. Um, I've kind of gone. I've gone the other way with it in most in recent times. Actually, I went. Um, you know, when I was was in like sort of short termish relationships and yeah, even the long term ones. And you know, I sort of got called out a couple of times on things. Yeah, I hold my hands up and yeah, not not like proper lies, but just like lying about where I might have been or whatever. And there's no real reason for it, but I've just now gone the other way, and I, I'm so I'm really honest about everything. And I said to a friend of mine the other day, like, um, you know, if you, if you catch me like looking away for one whatever moment, um, it's maybe because I'm half dating someone out, and like I was really honest about it, and she did, it didn't go down very well at all. But um, well, that was, yeah, oh, I know, idiot, I know. How do you feel about that? That's it's a really it. odd thing to say to someone yes. trying to impress because it's yeah. the complete opposite. Yeah, effects. I know, I know, I realise that now. But I'm with yeah. you on that. I mean, I've been in a relationship with someone on and off for a very long time, and one of the reasons that we work is because we're both painfully honest to each other. Okay. Um, to the extent that there are times when I just don't want to be in his company, I want to be all myself, and I'll say, look, I'm just not in the mood to see you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important, because I think a lot of lying in relationships, and when you're trying to get into relationships, is about trying to keep that person happy. Yeah. And actually what that spirals into is they catch you out, and they're then more unhappy because you've lied, and they think, what else have you lied about? If you're really blunt and honest, mm-hmm. the worst that's going to happen is someone's feelings might be a little bit hurt. Yeah, that's true. Mm. It also yeah. doesn't waste time. Yeah. Doesn't work. I literally I had lunch the other day with a friend of mine who was um, not going through a bad time, but he'd just broken up with a girl he'd been with for a year and a half. And his philosophy is that when he was with, when he started seeing him, he was like, "Look, I like going out and enjoying myself, and I, I want an open relationship." That was his. That was his. That was his terms, if you like. And she was fine with it for about six months, and then started saying like, "Okay, well, I'm not going for this anymore," and it created problems. And he has held his hands up and gone, you knew what you were signing up for before this started. So you can't kind of come back on your word and be like, actually, no, I don't, because I now like you more than I did when I first met you. It's it's not fair. So in his position, he's now upset because she's changed the goalpost, essentially, because you yeah. know, she's now... She's from, got feelings. She's got feelings, exactly. Yeah. So I completely agree with you. Honesty is the best policy. It's, it is hard, though, because sometimes, I mean, people do it all the time. They tell white lies. They tell sort of like, a, you know, lies that kind of big things up, make things smaller, whatever, because they want to impress the other person and they want to keep them interested. Yeah. Um, and a part of you, I think, may think that if you actually tell the truth, you may feel that you're uninteresting or yeah. not good enough for That's them or whatever exactly it might be. It. Yeah. And it's it's a really sort of, yeah. it's a f- very funny fine line. Um, and, I, you know, I don't know the answers to, to what you should, you know, whether you yeah. should be just like brutally honest or whether it's just be, just be honest or whether you should be sort of, you know, honest to a point, but then, you know, be... Big yourself up in ways that don't essentially affect. Um, I know. The, 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 the... I don't think you have to be like. I don't think you turn up on your first date and be completely like, "This is me, brutally like honest," because that person does, hasn't earned that yet. Like, let that person earn a little bit first. You know, like they don't need to know everything. So I think you know, a few dates in, you can. You should always be honest about what you want and what your expectations are. If you're looking for a partner, or you're not like your friend said, you know, I want an open relationship. Yeah. But on the other side of that, if I was a girl dating a guy and he set that goalpost, you know, there isn't going to be a goalpost because I'm just open. Mm-hmm. Three months down the line when I've caught feelings and he's holding my hand in public and he's kissing me 
and I'm like, oh, you know, we spent four nights a week together this week. In my head, we're growing. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that guy should have checked in three months later and said, FYI, not yeah. in this way, but I'm still open. You know, I'm still doing this open thing because we all know what women are like. Mm, we yeah. all know. Again, managing catch... expectations. Exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't, know, I don't know if there's a wrong or right answer in that in that particular situation, but I, I do stand by being, and I go into every relationship saying this, never, ever, 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 ever lie to me. Green, black, mm. blue, white, black, whatever, grey, line. Never, never, never lie because it creates a little thing in the brain where yeah. you just stop, you want to, you want to find another problem. You want to find the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that, but just don't lie. It's a really good point, though. That idea, though, that men and women are very different when it comes to those sorts of situations, I really disagree with. I think on a fundamental level, um, I think there's a lot of women, myself included, that would be absolutely fine with that kind of situation. I've been in relationships in the past where I don't want to be exclusive with that person, and I've been honest about that, and they've been honest back. Um, I don't think it's a man and woman thing. I think, actually, Gavin, your question at the start was, are men... Uh, more prone to lying yeah. I think it's that men are, are less able to be compassionate and so if you're in a situation oh, like a friend is for example that he is saying I want to be um, in an open relationship and then three months down the line the person is saying to him actually no I don't want to be in an open relationship I want to be one on one the compassionate thing would be to say I really like you but we can't be together because I'm mm-hmm. going to hurt you and mm-hmm. that's the honest thing to do. That's the best thing to do without hurting someone's feelings. To then step away and be like, oh, I'm going to carry on seeing you, but carry on doing this, but tell you something else. Mm-hmm. That's where the problem lies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree with you because I think guys don't necessarily think about the three, four, five steps ahead of what mm-hmm. the situation is until it hits them square in the face, which comes down to, I think, understanding your emotional intelligence yeah. a lot of the time. Um, I mean, I'm guilty of it and have been a few times over in, in the past where... I've thought, ah, oh, this will be all right, and it hasn't turned out that way. And you kind of you learn lesson from that and move on. And the next time, it's not as bad, but you still tend to do it. And I think you're absolutely right. Girls are usually ones that bring up the subject of uh, what's the word here of the not the issues, but the the things that are becoming a little bit sticky in a relationship. Usually, the women bring it up first because I think that yeah. they're more aware of it, and then they can, they can see five steps ahead and they think, mm, if it carries on like this, it's not going to end well. So yeah, I think that yeah, being com- more compassionate, I think guys could definitely take a leaf out of out of yeah. girls' books there. How do guys become more compassionate though? I mean, that's just, I don't know. I mean, there's no manual on it, is there? No, there's I think no it's guys, respect. There's a lot of, like a lot to yeah. do with respect, respect of like how how you how you approach a situation. But then yeah. I think a lot of guys tend to walk into a relationship with the view that they are, you know, a, meant to be a certain person in that relationship, and yeah. maybe being vulnerable and opening up to that other person when they've only known for say a month as you said like you grow into a relationship they may not necessarily feel like they're ready to which is why I also think and I'm just talking from past experiences here the women in a relationship tend to be the ones that ask where's this going first yeah and I think it's because you know they've seen the woods through the trees and gone like okay this guy's great I like him I'm going to ask him where this is going to sort of almost like check in like you said before Mm -hmm. I think guys just kind of carry on with it until you know if it feels good it is good until mm-hmm. something comes along as a speed bump and you deal with it along yeah. the way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know how I don't know how to deal with that like I've I've struggled with that myself and I know a lot of my friends have as well I um, did that once uh, I, I, I called it out like as in uh, said not where's this going and uh, oh, yeah Gabby. I did that once no. it, it ended it basically because it wasn't it wasn't going anywhere for her and so it ended it pretty much like, but then that saves you right yeah exactly yeah, that's, that's a good thing yeah yeah, yeah I suppose so but it's, it's weird like for me to feel like a guy to feel that like I'm quite alpha, I think I'm quite alpha male anyway, uh, football lads and all that kind of nonsense. But um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, to be to like sort of address that and think, 
oh wow okay I'm getting feelings here I kind of feel like I need to see what is going on with it it was quite a big deal really I, I don't think I'll ever do that again because you really? felt yeah, yeah. you had your fingers burnt by doing it yeah, yeah, I, I think, think men are again. a lot less able to be vulnerable than women yeah. Yeah. and that's what it is that, like you put yourself in a vulnerable position yeah. by saying I like you perhaps more than you like me and then you found out that that was the case yeah. that's not a bad thing that's that's a great learning curve okay mm. cool on to yeah. the next yeah true but true. why wouldn't you do that again because you've just saved yourself so much heartache imagine if you did carry on what if I didn't do it and maybe if I'd waited a month or so and it, and it was a bit better, like potentially for her, then if the feelings had come back her way. Because I think I you would know. have circled back round to each other by now. If it was meant to have yeah. happened, it would yeah. have. But it would only dragged out another month or whatever it was meant to. Yeah. You, you know, how, yeah. how, how soon into the relationship did you say that? Six months. Oh my God, that's fair enough. Yeah, I know. That's six like, that's months. A long time. It, was, it was very God on and off. Damn. Very on and off. Yeah, it was about five years ago now. Wait, six months. I'm a hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mate, <laughs> my finger like... is really <laughs> empty. But we were a bit younger back then, though. I suppose it was, know, it was quite five, six years ago, maybe. So I mean, I was early twenties, late twenties. Um, it was just after my engagement, so I was quite, I was quite keen to get back on it. And so, but do yeah. She, do you think she was aware of that? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. A bit of a rebound. Ma- maybe. Perhaps, perhaps. And I was I kind of a little bit, you know, I didn't lie, but I was a little bit economical with the truth Which at times. Which is lying. Yeah, basically lying. See what I mean? Yeah, I've, I've still got it. I've still, it's still in me. It's still in me. Um, but yeah, it's just, yeah, I think I think that, yeah, I, I don't know. I just find, I find being as, as straight and as, as honest and as real when you're, when you worry, it's like, it's like kind of worrying about losing something, you know? I don't know if I'll be able to be that vulnerable again, personally. I, don't know. I just think you've done. I honestly think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Because you're just saving yourself time. Like nobody likes to waste time. Yeah. No one. No one's got time to waste. We're not going backwards. Well, you know, we're not getting any younger. No. So good for you for saying it. Like that's ballsy. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Massively. <laughs> yeah, you've got to, you've, you've, you got you earn like respect from it, if anything. Yeah. Even, yeah. even if it doesn't go the way you want it to, or whatever, then the respect will be there, and at least. If anything, you could probably salvage your friendship out of it if yeah. it didn't go yeah. Yeah, well. Um, but if it did, then I suppose you've also gained not just you know a long-term relationship and potentially the women yeah. you end up with, but also the respect there as well for being that bold and honest. Yeah, I agree. He's yeah. right. Like a lot of people should do it more often than not. Yeah. Um, I know so many friends who've been with people for way longer than they should have been, and they end up breaking up anyway. And right. then when you sort of hindsight ask them like how you know how do you feel about the whole thing like yeah i mean it's been a long time coming that's like standard response from most of my mm. guy mates when they break up with a girlfriend i'm like really so if you know it's a long time coming then why what did are you, you doing? wait so yeah. long yeah. but it's circumstance and, and the thing is you can't generalize that sort of thing because situations are extremely yeah. unique and yeah, yeah. It, it, you can't you can't ever put a, like a time and a date on a relationship getting serious not serious whatever one day as you said it, for you it's six months you, you may be head over heels for someone it might take someone else two years might take someone else two, two weeks you know it really does depend on the person yeah that is very very true and like you know when we go back to our episode that you came on cc when you were talking about the love languages as well mm-hmm. i don't know whether you um are into the love language type of vibe right but um do you know what love languages are I, i'm just smiling because i literally was talking about this with my partner this morning and oh, really? we did the quiz oh great oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. can we ask what your love language is oh mine's acts of service oh brilliant and as soon as he found that out he went into my <laughs> he went into my kitchen and changed the clock to an hour because obviously we've just got yes. daylight saving oh my and god he's lovely thing ever. And i was like oh god you win but his was acts of um quality time no what was it Quality time spent. Is it quality time spent? Is that one of the ones? That is one. Yeah. There's quality yeah. time. There's quality acts time, of service. There's uh, there's there's gifts. 
Yeah. Or like, or, pre- yeah, or, get, or yeah. presents, like, uh, and then there's... Uh, Touchy-feely. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, and, words of aff- and words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they say that your love language is usually the one that you want, you give out, as in, like, you naturally do, is usually what you want back, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, you give and you expect to receive. Yeah, exactly, yeah, kind okay. of thing. So, and that's sometimes where you can, if people don't know, they can kind of see it without having to maybe do a quiz or to sort of talk to someone about it and whatever. But We, we had this moment where we really laughed because we were both going through this quiz together and realising that we have complete opposite expectations of each other that everything I want is like away from essentially do my DIY and I'll, I'll be in love with you forever and his we're all like spend quality time together and be in love and you know all the kind of mushy things that you kind of expect to want in a relationship oh wow I was just going to say that I think that's amazing because it means you both still have to work because if it was both like acts of service you'd be like oh I'm doing it anyway she likes it I like it it's fine <laughs> now, like, you, like, do you know what I mean you checked in I think we all have to have these check-ins in a relationship so to have that that you had a check-in this morning yeah, yeah. you checked in are you still good I'm good are you still good let's just see what you know now go fix my, my and now go fix my clock yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, and so now you both have to try a little yeah. harder yeah, and yeah, that yeah. is amazing I wasn't a big fan of it before though I always used to think it was a load of bollocks if I'm honest whenever really? I heard anyone talk about language love whatever it's called I just thought oh come off <laughs> the love language is it really but yeah. actually going through the quiz I was like yeah that, that there's, there's a good um, I get a good sense of why yeah. people are so into it so, have you read the book? no I haven't read the book no, no. What's, what's the book? so the love languages comes from a book oh, okay. it's yeah. all about love and relationships oh. it's essentially like a personality kind of a relationship profiler in a way it kind of like if you were to take people's inner thoughts feelings and, and sort of actions and put yeah. them onto, to put them into a group of, of things they like and like from other people, that's kind of what it, what it is. So it just yeah. it sort of speaks volume about your initial sort of fight or flight within a situation. Like if, if you want your partner to be loving, caring, you know, responsible, whatever, it, it, it kind of just helps you put that into one category of, of one word, like acts of service or words mm. of affirmation or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's really powerful. I think there's a lot of people that could do well from knowing their love language as well as the partner's love language as well. Because yeah. also there might be, <laughs> there's a few friends I've spoken to this about and they've gone like oh man so my, my, my ex-girlfriend was like this and it's no wonder we broke up I hated doing that for her or whatever it might be you know, so it's like well, you know, words of affirmation they, they just felt like she already she should know that she looks pretty because she I've heard that so many times yeah. <laughs> never get sold but some guys never don't necessarily always think to say oh love you look great or whatever because they think oh they should know it because they, they're, they're secure or whatever yeah. but it's yeah so it, it, it really does come down to what your you know, expectation is of your partner, but also you you know you need to be aware that they have expectations too of you. That that is so true. Being aware that they have expectations of you, I think that's something a lot of guys forget. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. Really, it's really true. Like it's quite selfish in a way, but there's just a lack of empathy of what the other side wants. Um, and I'm guilty. I've been guilty of it before. Sometimes you think about yourself and yourself only. And so it's easy to totally easy and it's also easy to go the other way and think only about them and not about you yeah so yeah it's that, that balance That's of the love language divide really my therapist said this to me once and I was like because I'm a visual person and I know we're on a podcast so it's really, yeah. I don't know why I'm saying if we can cut this bit out no, anyway sorry. but there, she's like this is you and this is your partner and this is your road and you stay on your road he stays on his road and you come and you meet in the middle when you want to you never ever ever spend more time over here and he never ever spends more time over there because that's when we start losing ourselves that's when you overthink about someone oh my god why is he texting me back what's he doing you're too in their lane stay in your fucking lane he stays in his (laughs) fucking lane and you meet in the middle when you want to don't do not even try and cut me up don't undertake me yeah 
yeah. Yeah, no, that is so true. That is so, so true. I think we, we can all learn a lot about how to manage that process, really. Mm. I really do. I mean, it's just, it's just I think it's a, a fascinating dynamic to the relationship um, world, really. That I, I wasn't aware of it until you came on the show and told us about it. Really? I really wasn't aware of it. I heard about it, but I thought, what's all that? I'm like, have, have you done it since? Kicking. No, no, I haven't done it since. No, no. no. Should maybe do a live I should, one on the podcast. Maybe, yeah, maybe we should do a live one, yeah. But I mean, it is about a million questions. So yeah. Is it really? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, and they change. Also, they change. I think when you're in like a certain stage of the relationship, I know I've asked for like more of one thing at certain stages because yeah. I'm like you're really not doing that now we need to talk about love languages because things have changed oh I need a bit more like you know that whole you look nice men forget to say that they're really yeah. good at saying it at the start yeah. and then six months <laughs> in they're like yeah she knows it now she's alright <laughs> I'm on my period I don't know it today you know there's moments in your life yeah. where you don't feel it. you feel ugly horrible and disgusting if your partner walked in and went oh you look so nice that makeup you'd be like oh I <laughs> little things Oh, guys, brilliant stuff. Thank you so much for today. This is it. We've got to wrap it up now. Yeah, we've got to wrap it up. We've been going for a while. Have we? Yeah, yeah. We've been going for a fair bit, you know. Is it just because um, the football's about to start? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Gavin, look at no. it. No. Do you know something? As you said that, kick off Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. Yeah, I only know because uh, I've got my fantasy fo- my fantasy team and there's a lot of Arsenal players in it. So, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm keen to check it out. Yeah, well, what, you might be disappointed today because I don't know how we're going to get on. But, um, uh, Rhea, thank you so thank much for coming you. on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's good fun. No, it's been great having you on. Um, and where can people find you online and on social media? Oh, I'm all over the place. Just search. It's not many Rhea's. There's one that's <laughs> porn star, so I'm not the porn star on the other Rhea. <laughs> I'm just going to Google that for the sake of finding out who the poor star is. (laughs) Brilliant. You're welcome. There's also a dating app called Raya, isn't there? It's spelled differently. Yeah, there is. Is there? Stole my name. What's, what's the USP on that one? It's, it's, a, uh, celebrity. it's a celebrity dating yeah. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, interesting. God, they've got one for everything these days. Yeah. You've seen the one recently, uh, it was one for people over 60. Oh, really? I think that's a it's great, idea. but it's but have you seen that the advertising is amazing. Like oh, wow. it, it's like these you know these older ladies with their phones and they're swiping right on dudes with like motorbikes in like singlets and it's just like really really that's funny. So cute. And I it's super. It's, it's, I mean, it's clever, but it's it's also really really it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, really, really cool. Cece, like where people can someday. find you? Um, they my, I think my handle is cc underscore common underscore. Could be wrong though. Whatever. It's official, isn't it? The official one though. Because remember, we spoke last time, you said yeah. there's quite a lot of few, few fake accounts about this, isn't there? Is there? The one with the blue tick. Got, with the blue tick. There, there you go. go. Yeah, with the blue tick. One with the blue tick. <laughs> That's it, exactly. And Gav? Right. I am at Gavin, our official. Um, you'll see a lot of hungover shots of me at the moment from Halloween. So, yeah. What a lad. Lad. A lad. Lad. Yeah, lad. Coming up with the old black uh, makeup and, um, and blood makeup as well. Hold so, on, yeah. you did black face Halloween? No, I did black uh, under my eyes. <laughs> I can get away with that. Yeah. White face, so I can't get away with that. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Jack as well. You're, you're I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm on the Man's yeah. online. Exactly. Absolutely, that's where you can find me. And indeed, we need you to subscribe as well. So please do subscribe to us. Just go on Apple, Spotify, all the other platforms that host podcasts. Type in Manzilla and you will find us there. Thank you very much indeed for listening. This has been the Manzilla podcast. Have a great day. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. 
and that wait, did we just hit a million orders stage. Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.